Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello. And welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug, and the only LAFC podcast that convinced two better LAFC podcast hosts to do all the work for them. I'm Travis Helwig. And I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of LAFC's first 2023 playoff match versus Vancouver Whitecaps FC on Saturday, October 28th at 5 p.m. at BMO Stadium. You can watch it on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV Plus for free. And of course, we'll be live streaming our post-game call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Subscribe now and get notified when we go live. Later in the show, we'll have our official Happy Foot Sad Foot end of regular season performance review. And as always, we're going to talk about all the storylines for the match and make some bets. But first, we run a warm-up lap and stretch, but not like that. Stretching is actually bad for you, I think. People are everyone's telling me different stuff about stretching. So we're not going to take we're not going to take a stand here. We're not going to make a statement about stretching. It's important that we stay neutral, but it's time for listener mandated banter. Darren, how you doing? Good. Hot button issue. Stretching. Yeah. Real hot button. Political. <laughs> I can't issue. go on Instagram anymore without people posting about whether or not they stretch or not. I mean, it's like, what side are you on? You have to pick a side. It's so black and white. Oh, it's better to stretch before. No, you have to warm up first. Actually, you should be stretching after. I mean. People say it's complicated, but it's not complicated. It's simple. It's actually not complicated. (laughs) Wall of texts. You could just be a decent human being and stretch according to that. How about that? Uh, I don't know, my man. Uh, what did What's I happening? do today? I oh, I went and saw Dicks the Musical at eleven a.m. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I want to see it so bad. It is. It's great. I mean, if if you know what you're getting into, it's fucking fantastic. But it's like 
if you don't know what it is, I imagine so many people walked into that movie and walked out because they had no idea what they were getting themselves into, which if you've never heard of Dick's the Musical, it was produced by our good friend Corey Adelson, was originally a UCB show in New York called Fucking Identical Twins. And it's a musical that is maybe, it's maybe a movie, it's probably the most outrageous movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing and like not in a way that's like we're seeing shit just to shock you it's genuinely very funny and they say things just to shock you i bet they get death threats from it is what i'll say that sounds delightful (laughs) Uh, i I do wonder like at what our uh, 2023 does anyone go into movies not knowing what to expect at this point i don't know i mean people have like movie pass and shit but it's such a short run thing that i don't know if it's even at amc like i saw it at alamo <laughs> ah yeah i don't know i guess you could be like i don't know i heard it was funny and it's like a musical and yeah uh there's funny Megan the in stallions it. in it yeah oh man <laughs> a bunch of just like run-of-the-mill megan the stallion fans are just gonna be like i gotta see the movie she's in is it megan the stallion i just said megan the stallion well is there's two e's stallion? in the, the there's two e's in the so the. i don't know i've never heard i'm not aware of her thoroughly enough to have heard anyone say her name out darren the casual (laughs) the casual not not just a casual the ultimate casual yeah we haven't called you the king of the casuals in a while it's it's true it's true i I feel like you've proven that you know more than most casuals as you'll see in a moment for my storylines intro i've started calling myself a a post casual (laughs) i'm experimenting (laughs) with different hyper casual I don't know. Did you freeze? Nope. You Just was pretending. Oh, whoa. <laughs> crazy. Oh, my God. We get up to so much crazy shit it's on crazy. this podcast. It's you guys. Crazy how fucking, how Our fucking antics funny are out of we are. <laughs> we're the, like, we're the funny ones. <laughs> Sometimes I don't say anything, and then you think I'm frozen, and then I say nope, and people fucking lose their mind. Dude, we're such pranksters, really. Like, we're always pranking each other on set. Like, it's crazy. Like, we just kind of have that relationship like that. Like, we're just friends, and we know that, like, we just kind of push each other's buttons, I guess. Like, Like one time I sent you a gun in the mail as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) That actually, I'd rather not talk about that. That was actually really terrifying. Really scary. scary. I didn't really like that it was some someone sent white powder in the mail to to me and my daughter <laughs> that was uh that was just me making up the same lie as awesome uh, <laughs> I, I forgot how it came up today but i was talking to my wife and we were she was like can you rent a gun and i was like there's there's no world in By the which, hour yeah it's like why would you ever need to rent a gun that isn't for really bad purpose. You're like, I just need a gun for like yeah. two hours. Well, there's the waiting period. I don't know if that's every state, but there's like gun ranges. Yeah, but like, there. but like you go and you're like, here, here's $200. I'll be back with the gun in two hours. Yeah. I'm going to need somewhere to stash this. So it'd be great if I could just return it. <laughs> when they, um, when they do the ballistics on the bullets, can they tell what time they were shot or just what gun they come from? <laughs> do you have those new digital bullets that like capture a lot of data? Cause I'd rather not use this. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Like the well, black we talked in a plane. <laughs> we talked about a lot of murder right up top. I think we should talk you about know, the MLS cup say, playoffs. 
Well, speaking of people that don't waste your time, just want to give a shout oh. out to Vince and the Scarf, who in our absence just made a, a sh- version of the show better than we could have done ourselves, of course, not that we expected anything less. Thank you to them for holding down the fort and for putting a great episode out. I literally put it in my notes that it said, when you get to banter, talk about how good Vince and the scarf were. So JR and Vince, we can't thank you enough. And truly, it was funny. I was drunk after the the wedding we were at, and I was I was watching the replay on YouTube. And I was just like, oh, I'm learning things on my own podcast. <laughs> We had an experience. We don't get to experience our show as fans, and we still haven't because we got to experience something better as fans that <laughs> people normally don't watch. Yeah, I'm that sure was that great. I, it was very cool for Jr. to join us. Um, it, it was so rad. And, and uh, if you don't listen yeah. to Defenders, you should you should check out Defenders. Also, Vince should just be with them because they're smart, and I'm sure Flex Power <laughs> Tools gives them more money. Than the Patreon. I'm pretty sure. Like, I wonder if there's people out there that think the Patreon pays well, because I guarantee you Flex Power Tools pays better than that Patreon. That's true. Maybe we should do some Patreon ads. Maybe they'll let us do that, and then they'll pay us money just directly we should, from we Patreon. Should, oh, that's funny. We Patreon's Patreon, the Patreon, the advertiser. We should let Patreon's patrons pay us money to do ads for whatever they want. You get- oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that's a thing. There's like a startup doing that. Oh. Hey, if you want us to do an ad for your small business or, you know, social media account, let us know. We'll do it. Or if you want us to do like, like insult dollars. an enemy, we'll do I oh, think yeah. it's called Cameo. Well, what yeah, we're talking we'll about cameos is cameos within the show. <laughs> okay. Start the show. It's an important uh, okay. one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> an important one. Oh, <laughs> don't listen to this one. All right. <laughs> well, as a post-casual LAFC fan, how did that land? Did it work? Post-casual? We don't know. Okay. As a post-casual LAFC fan, I'm going to intro this first segment in perhaps a more straightforward way than usual. As a salute to those out there who are such casual LAFC fans that you're tuning in now for the first time because, oh shit, the playoffs are starting. Maybe I'll start paying attention now. That's okay, friend. You are welcome here. I used to be you for hockey. Now I don't watch hockey at all, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I do watch every LAFC match, and I do love the team, but I'm not out here with the I love the team more than my own family energy that, honestly, I support just as much. Love is love. But I'm busy living in the... But I'm busy living the American dream so thoroughly that I don't have time to keep up with every detail beyond what's right in front of me when I'm watching the match. Luckily... I have my friend and co-host Travis, the human LAFC crazy wall, here each week to dump his deep, troublesome obsession with LAFC onto us by explaining what's really going on beneath the surface of each week's matchup so we can all enjoy it so much more in a segment we call Storylines.
Yes, Darren. That wasn't Hell just yeah. the normal storylines jingle. That was the ultra rare playoffs remix of the storylines jingle because this is a playoffs remix of storylines. I'm pumped. We said for a long time that we that wanted was an EDM remix. That was absolutely beautiful. My God. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I had to turn no, the lights no, no. back on. I need a white noise machine with just that music to put myself to sleep every night. Darren. So I can party in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the Storylines remix was brought to you by the insane team of me getting a little too high and buying Logic Pro for $200. And Flex Power Tool. No, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I made wow. that I special put that on the tab. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you and Vince. Cool. That's, uh, Vince that's and an I are ex- excited to pay for a third of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I made that special song because this is a special moment. Our first playoff episode of Happy Foot, Sad Foot. Darren, how you feeling about making it to the cry. playoffs? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. You know, we had a real rocky end of the season to the point where it was getting like – we needed we needed the stakes to change. I think we we need we needed a match like this that's like objectively a a big game mm-hmm. that we can all just get behind and we can say this is this now. Let's do it. Well, Darren, we're about to talk about big games because that brings us to our first storyline of the match, oh. which was also. One of the main storylines of the very first preview episode, the very first episode of our show, which is this. Can we break the championship curse? It's been over a decade since any MLS team has won back-to-back MLS Cups. And as we learned this year, that's because teams are punished in success. You pay out championship bonuses in the next year's salary cap. You get stripped for parts because players want more money and you can't pay them all. You're punished with endless games and travel and all the extra cups you play, which makes it almost impossible for your team to compete in the regular season. And worst of all, Don Garber gets to personally strangle one of your academy players without any legal repercussions. LAFC have struggled this year quite that last mightily. Was so <laughs> tough. Ugh, I hate uh, it. They don't give you any warning either. Did you read that? I read. Yeah. I actually read the rule. He can show up anytime he wants. And no uh, uh, we'll miss you, Torres. Uh, LAFC have struggled this year quite mightily. <laughs> Torres' family is listening. What was the guy? What's do you remember? Idea? Was it Ordaz? There were, someone's like uh, someone's like cousin was on being like they need to start and we were like we we like you but we know that you're foo-foo. related to it was fufu <laughs> it was fufu I hope they kept listening I <laughs> I I love you whoever you are uh, LAFC as I've tried to say a few times now have struggled right. mightily this year and we unhappy foot sad foot have always been the first to scream that the sky is falling. But last year, when Seattle became the first MLS team to win the Champions League, they didn't even make it to the playoffs. This year, we went to the Champions League final, meaning we played the exact 
same amount of games as Seattle up until that point. Then we played the League's Cup, which they didn't have to do. And we still finished third in the West, just a point behind Seattle in the standings. And I know for a lot of folks, this feels like a down year. But given everything that was stacked against us, from all the extra travel to Garber murdering a child, how much... <laughs> I think I think it's worth saying that we did pretty fucking good in the regular season, all things considered. It didn't feel great at all times because it was super inconsistent. But if you told me at the beginning of this season we would end up in third, I would say that's not a bad season. I would be disappointed we didn't win any other tournaments, but ending third in the West is not a bad season. Dolo out, though, also. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> but according to our very first episode of this podcast, we said our main goal for this season is back-to-back MLS Cup Finals. Darren, do you know who was the last team to pull off back-to-back MLS Cup Finals? No one. Ever. <laughs> I said moments ago that it happened a decade ago, but it was the... Well, you also said Don Garber murdered <laughs> a, an LAFC2 player, so, you know, I got to... I got to pick and choose what's real. It was the 2012 LA Galaxy featuring Landon Donovan, David Beckham, and Robbie Keane, who were fourth seed in the Western Conference with a table of just nine total teams in the West. And as a reminder, we are the third seed in the Western Conference table that has 14 teams and we don't have David Beckham. Darren, how do you feel about our chance to become back-to-back champions? And is Denny Bawanga our David Beckham? <laughs> uh, yes and yes. It's happening. It's all happening. All of it. Watch the David Beckham documentary if you want to get a good sense of how laughably lame the league was that year. <laughs> I want to say I loved the David Beckham documentary, but it was clear in a few times that he was the producer of it because when they got to the affair, they didn't say whether or not he did it. He just was like, boy, was that a hard time for my family. And anytime he's doing poorly at all, it's just like, and then I saw my family. And everything was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still is great. I still would highly recommend it. Yeah, but it, I agree uh, with all of that. <laughs> Didn't news break today? More news about his affair broke today. The, yeah, the woman was basically like, it sucks because they're basically implying I'm a liar and I'm not. And everyone knows that I'm not. It's no, clear that it happened. That, she also said that like while – I think it was like during them having the affair, she also walked in on him with someone else. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He was the most famous, hottest man on the planet. Was he David Beckham? (laughs) (laughs) Adding a complication to our desire to repeat as MLS Cup champions is the brand new playoff format, which brings us to our second storyline of the week, Darren, which is this. Fuck the new playoff format. Just how much will the three-game playoff affect us? Okay, that's a little more polite. (laughs) As you know, for some fucking reason, the first round of the MLS Cup playoffs is a best of three series. That also follows the wild card games that are basically like the play-in tournament in the NBA that I think are happening Wednesday. And because God is punishing me for the sin of constantly sexually harassing Denny Bowanga, despite the fact I'm married to a beautiful and successful woman, we will be playing that best of three series against the Vancouver Whitecaps. (laughs) 
Yes, God. Darren. The same <laughs> Vancouver Whitecaps we've avoided talking about the three other times we've done episodes about them. This is the fourth fucking time we've had to do it and i can't believe we might end up with six preview episodes on the year about the vancouver fucking whitecaps and it's all because of this terrible new format to squeeze as much money as humanly possible out of the apple tv deal the first round of the playoffs is best of three and since we're the highest seed we play game one at home game two in vancouver and game three if needed is back here in la and to me this is a huge disadvantage for lafc over last year as we've already said this in this season we've played way more games than any other team so we're always at the risk of tired legs and that means injury becoming an issue for the squad adding two extra games this late in the season is scary for us but not only that this three-game format only applies to the first round. And because we're the third seed, this is the only round we are guaranteed home field advantage for in the entire tournament. That means, Darren, our one round of home field advantage isn't even entirely played at home. We have to play part of it in Vancouver. And on top of that, we're forced to play at BC Place on turf, which we always struggle on and give Vancouver even bigger of an advantage. In the past, we've rested Chiellini on turf. He played this past week at 90 minutes on turf, which I do think, as Vincent Scarf said, lends itself to the rumors that we might be in our final games of Giorgio Chiellini as a professional soccer player. And because of all of that bullshit, this game on Saturday is basically a must win if we want to have any home field advantage this tournament. Darren, how are you feeling about the new format? Someone, please, who's watching or listening who actually likes the new format, show yourself. I would just love to hear that perspective. I have not heard it from anyone. And I've like, it's just, I don't, it's just a cash grab. There's no benefit to it, to anyone, to the teams, to the viewers. This sucks. I. It's also like, just like you said, it's like, oh, great home field advantage. Let's now play a series of two other games that, that if you lose weakens your ability to win the third game. Like, what what it, it, how, like how does this show who's better i i, I like I, there's a, there's two things that i'll say that i think are positive i think it is cool that for the next like week or two there'll be games most nights of the week so if i want to watch mls i could watch mls and that usually yeah. isn't the case i think that's cool i also think despite euro snobs disagreeing with me i don't think the home and home two game combine the score thing is any superior to a best of three tournament. I think best of three is a little cleaner. It's just that you don't three games in soccer is a lot of running. That's why we don't do those best of three tournaments in soccer and we do the two game, whatever. But if you, if you ask me to choose, do I want to do a two leg series versus a best of three? I actually Mm. don't think it matters that much. That said, they're also only playing one a week, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, no, it'll be, it's Saturday, then we play the following Sunday, and then I believe we play on like Wednesday or Thursday. There's a half oh. a week if we get to a game three. You're punished if you get to the third game. Right. I forgot that this entire league revolves around being punished for doing well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren, I don't know why you're complaining so much about the format. We don't have a choice. Grow up. You're nagging. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me, I should explain the most important and final storyline of the week, which is this. Has Vancouver figured us out? I want to read you a comment left by LAFC Luke on our Patreon discussion thread 
of last of week's foot. episode. Here's what friend of the foot Luke said, quote, going to be a heel to start this off, but not sure how we get out of the first round, given our last couple starts against Vancouver, who seem to have figured us out since the CONCACAF drubbing. They handed us a 3-2 defeat at BMO in June, and they could have easily blown the doors off this weekend's game with the two PKs they failed to convert. End quote. Now, Darren, that's scary to read, especially because I think I think we all think LAFC is better than Vancouver. And I also want to add to that doom and gloom something also scary to me, which is that Ryan Gauld missed two PKs and he's going to be fucking pissed. I don't want someone coming in after just embarrassing themselves, wanting a revenge game. He's their second best goal scorer. And nine times out of 10, he's going to hit at least one of those fucking things. And he's going to be desperate to prove himself. And he's good enough alongside Brian White to make us pay for embarrassing him last week. It's true. We destroyed them in CONCACAF. But since then, it has been tough going against the Whitecaps. And if you ask me to avoid, how do I feel about playing the Whitecaps? I'd say I'd probably prefer playing them to Houston or Salt. No, maybe not. Salt Lake's doing poorly right now, but like... There's a, I don't want to play Dallas. I don't want to play. I don't want to play any games in Texas. I don't want to play any games at all. Let's not play a game. <laughs> just give us the trophy. I'd uh, rather just advance. <laughs> but Darren, how are you feeling about Vancouver as a playoff opponent? Um, how are you feeling about our chances? Oof. Okay. LAFC Luke, first of all, does not miss. Consistently great points, even when you don't want to hear it. Hopefully he's okay with us violating the circle of trust that is the front of the foot Patreon. Uh, <laughs> You wouldn't believe some of the shit that gets said in there, and we will never tell All you. about stretching. <laughs> so the stretching takes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, People getting canceled, let me tell you. But you know what? We're also pissed off. We also embarrassed ourselves. We shouldn't have tied that game, and we're playing at home. So I don't, I don't think we're to be fucked with right now. We're a whole team in the same position that one player is in. On paper, we should beat Vancouver in two games. I think that's true. But nothing about this season has been by the book at all. Nothing has everything the hard way. Yes. So I, I I, in a void would be very happy with this matchup. But I think Luke has a good point that Vancouver, since we embarrassed them in the CONCACAF Champions League, have made our lives very hard when they shouldn't have. Before we go, anything you want to say to the players who listen before every game? Any pep talk for the boys in black and gold that I know never miss an episode? <laughs> no, we love you as always, whether we're complaining about you or <laughs> praising you. Go out there and do us proud. We believe in you. Um, I, I think you all know how much we mean to you. And <laughs> uh, I just want to say thank you for all the all the praise and the subscribes that you send our way. Uh, it means Thank a lot. You for the Thank you for the subscribes. Thank you um, so much for the subscribes. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into like a Tim and Eric sketch very quick. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to do a season end performance review. And we're back here at happy foot, sad foot headquarters. Our success is driven by a relentless focus on quality and continuous improvement. And we're constantly striving to raise the bar and exceed our customers' expectations. We believe that numbers never lie, and if we stay accountable and take ownership, if we celebrate wins but don't get complacent, if we learn from failures and mistakes and focus on the big picture, small wins can lead to big victories. Now that we've made it through Q4 of the MLS season, (laughs) and because we're playing a Vancouver team that could not possibly be less interesting to talk about any further, it's time for the official Happy Foot, Sad Foot 
annual review. Synergy. <laughs> Brought, to <laughs> Brought to you by Cisco Systems. Brought to you by Citrix. Brought to you by AWS, Amazon Web Services. I was actually going to be like, what's that company that, and I realized it was Cisco Systems that I had. I was thinking of Cisco also. I was okay. in, brought I was to you by IBM DC. Watson. <laughs> when I was in DC, the hotel I was staying in was a really shitty Marriott that they have conferences at. And it, I, the conference that was going on while I was there was the anti fraud conference. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was trying to think of some joke while I was there of like, like I hope they don't figure me out. Um, <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But it's like nothing fully tracked. (laughs) (laughs) Investigate you for imposter syndrome? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. He's just been living off his wife's money for three years? (laughs) This guy might be a fraud. (laughs) You know what? The plot twist is it's not imposter syndrome. (laughs) It's just an imposter. (laughs) Okay. Where were we? We have a whole performance review to do. Yeah, let's do it. Normally, we bring in outside consultants like McKinsey uh, to do something like this. Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) Pete Buttigieg will do this for us. Uh, but we're going to do this in house and really, cause I think accountability is very important to us. Yeah. So we're going to go back and, and look at all the storylines that we, we've done this before. We did a quarterly review and now things are different because we played a lot more. Uh, and there's some new things along the way to review. So first let's look at the season storylines that we started the season with on the first episode of the podcast, overcoming the curse and winning a second cup. You already covered. I think we just covered that. Yeah. I think it's happening. Great. Moving on. Moving on. We were right on. <laughs> Right on track there. Who will replace Chicho was the big question. Mario of our Gonzalez. First episode. It's Mario Gonzalez. <laughs> um, uh, the speaking of defenders, no they they do have the best nickname for him, Agua Pistolero. Yes, uh, very sharp. Uh, okay, it, no one replaced Chicho. We didn't the entire season find a good replacement in the way that Chicho felt made us feel uh, that he could score in any situation. That said, Chicho Arango never won the fucking golden boot. Denny Buwanga has won the yep. golden boot for the team. Was, we found a way to score goals. It just happened to all come from the foot of a single person. And there was a patch through, uh, toward the end of the season where it became a little difficult to love Denny Buwanga the same way we did the rest of the season, I guess. I don't know. It, it's weird to look back at some of the worries that we had about Buwanga, given that he ended up 
with such good stats at the end of the season. You know, it, it's weird that like if you were to look at that stat, those stats, and then be like, and here's what these podcasters had to say <laughs> along the way, it'd be well, like, oh, huh. <laughs> I think we've brought up plenty of it's times. It's very frustrating that sometimes. We don't know what we're talking about, but the <laughs> I think what I mean, he was he played incredibly streaky, and I think that's also why he's not going to win Most Valuable Player, even though I think he has a pretty good case. For MVP, like if you imagine LAFC without him, we would might not even make the playoffs. But I think his selfishness and his streakiness made him somewhat frustrating. That said, if we didn't play in Champions League and we didn't play in League's Cup, I think he might have been a little bit more consistent throughout the year. I yeah. know that he was un- like always relentlessly energetic. I still think the season took its toll on him. I think maybe he was gripping the wheel a little hard sometimes when he didn't have everything in the tank. But But to his credit, he knew that that we had no one else. Yeah, this is this the next – we'll skip the next one. But the this is Denny Buonga's team was your quote from the original one. And that turned out to be very true. Yeah. You said you'd bet on him to win MVP this season, which was close. I think he'll probably come in second. He'll come in second for MVP voting. He had a different level and still has that different level that is like he is on a slightly different plane of reality than everyone else on the pitch, and you can tell. You're watching someone play a little differently than everyone else, and it's exciting to watch. You could even – even I remember in the All-Star game, in the skills competition, it was like – there's everyone else approaching whatever it was, and then it was him. It was like he was clearly better than everyone. It yeah, was. I, I think there's he didn't really start to show up until the playoffs of last year. And in the playoffs, you could just see the level he was at. And I'm very excited to see him turn it up again. I do think other teams have figured out that if they could find a way to shut him down, we can't really score. But that that hasn't necessarily been the case since we've brought in Fufu and Kike. I think they've really made the front line a little bit more versatile. I think that's the most promising thing about the last few games is that we've figured out some a, a little bit more creative ways to to get him the ball in better ways than before and also to score in general. Excited for Stipe Buke, the Michael Stipe of the MLS. Not only <laughs> we did could skip be, that one. <laughs> not only did Stipe Buke become a bit of a bust, but that nickname was a, a bust maybe two episodes into the podcast. I would say the Michael Stipe of MLS is the Stipe Buke of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, uh, Travis's only Buke Puke of the podcast season was that A lot nickname. of Buke Pukes. If you listen to my opinion at any point, you had a Buke Puke. Let's move on from that. We know uh, what happened with Steve. Do we have the depth to compete? Do we have the depth to compete in all the tournaments we have no, this year? No, the answer is nope. no. No, we didn't, uh, which is crazy because we had a lot of depth and I do it think, thinned out real quick. I think in the midseason performance review, we said, turns out we do. But that was before we lost all of the cups, I think. So I just oh, want to yeah. say, turns out we don't. Turns out we don't. We did, and then we don't. Well, also, there were toward the end of the season, it was like, oh, this is what we're like at full strength? Holy shit. <laughs> like, we had it, but like you needed more even. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, I think it, it compared to Seattle after their Champions League win, we were had more depth. We have like, like I said, we're in third place. They didn't make the playoffs and we played more games. We might not have trophies to show for it, but if you want to talk about consistency over the course of all competitions, I would say we had really, really strong consistency. Does it feel that way? No, because we couldn't fucking finish the job. Yeah. And then we had our 
I guess we could call it a LAFC fantasy draft. Oh, who we thought we, would have the most goals we each in the MLS four season. players on LAFC. And Bowongo wasn't allowed to be in there. Yes. We picked four players to our own squad. Whoever's team of four has the most most total goals at the end of the season. Wins one free bacon-wrapped hot dog outside the stadium. <laughs> well, which, it's all uh, yours, Darren. I'm so regretful that it didn't become a birria taco. Uh, Did we say it right? Oh, my Steve Buke of the season was <laughs> pronouncing birria wrong consistently until now. Apologies for really fucking that one up. I uh, I just want to <laughs> say, okay, so here's the draft. I'm looking at it now. You benefited by getting the first pick of the draft because you had as Carlos, does anyone in any draft. Yes, that's true. But you had Carlos Vela as your first pick, followed by Ryan Hollingshead, Sifu, and and Jesus Murillo. Carlos Vela is nine of your fourteen total goals. Well, he's the only other player on the team who scored. Yeah, <laughs> that's one issue. Yes, no one else on the team scored this year. This was yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a bad sign that we didn't have anyone else to choose from. Hollingshead had four by the end of the season, which was good. And Sifu before he left us had one. Mario had zero. I he'll have one in the playoffs. My players, my my pick first was a Poku, followed by Stipe Buke, Acosta. And Leo Messi, whose goals only counted if he came to LAFC. Yes, um, at the beginning of the season, Travis decided Lionel Messi would end up coming to the MLS and play for LAFC. I was almost right. So I, I totaled up uh, everyone's goals. And this is in all competitions. And we did break it down. Maybe we can like leave it in the notes or something like that. But one thing that's interesting, uh, the totals ended up being 21. My squad had 21 total goals. Travis has had eight. But if you do factor in... This is just just to your credit. You knew how good these players were. If you do factor in goals scored for any squad during the season, you missed out on 11 total goals, and I missed out on zero. So it would have been 21 to 19. Oh, I see, because Apoku scored once he moved to Montreal. Yes, and Steve Buke scored before he came to LAFC. Oh, oh, and I didn't even include any goals from Messi, if you want to count. Pre- I, we knew Inter-Miami what the rules goals. were. We knew what the rules were. I Apoku well, had two goals, Steve Buke had three. Ifu has had zero goals for the Rangers. <laughs> I just want to say, though... Shocking it's a, everyone. It's not great for Apoku and Steve Buke that Ryan Hollingshead ends the season with more goals. Our de- our defender no. who was injured for a good chunk of the season with head trauma ends up with more goals than Steve Buke. Not to mention that happened after like getting hit by a truck at one point in his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the uh, man's Let's let's so I'll buy you 300 lives. Rep. Bacon wrap hot dog. Let's quickly go through these messy predictions we made in that messy episode uh, yes. because I think they're pretty fun for yes. the performance. So game. we did have some messy predictions once we found out he was coming to the league. First was that in our game against that against Inter Miami, I said LAFC would win three to one. Messi would have a goal. Bawanga would have a goal. And Vela would have a goal. That's so even handed of me. Shocking for who I am usually. Travis predicted Messi would have two goals and LAFC would win three to two. And that's what happened. Let's move on to the next one. That's right. We'll move on to the next one. Will he play on turf? This was a fun one because it was decided very recently in this last game. He he did not. Travis said, I don't think he's going to play on turf. That was the case until very recently. He played his last game on turf. I didn't even directly answer the question of whether he'd play on turf, but I went beyond that and said, not only will he maybe not play on turf, 
but he will exercise leverage on a game by game basis to see what the opposing team will offer in terms of his experience playing on that surface, whether it be perks of being in the area, you know, like rider type stuff. <laughs> that didn't really happen. He turned out to be like a decent guy. This next one so is, is funny. Where it was how many games will Messi play? You said uh, once he comes. You said 10. I said 13. He played six. He played six games. <laughs> he came to MLS. Um, yes. <laughs> but he did play seven of the League's Cup games when they won the League's Cup. Yes. Um, and one U.S. Open Cup game. 14 total appearances. Yes. He had 11 uh, goals total. Weird that we didn't. That wasn't the thing that we predicted. We didn't predict how many goals he'd have. But he had 11 goals. Will Don Garber loosen the roster rules during the summer transfer window? You said yes. I said, quote, if he doesn't do it, he's a fucking idiot. He's not going to do it. <laughs> and the answer <laughs> was no. He's a Travis fucking right idiot. On the money, right on the money on that one. He will do it. He'll do it. If they're going to loosen it in the offseason. But ugh, ugh. But this last think, one's ugh. fun. This last one's Yes, th- th- we posed uh, the last fun. one. We, we both had predictions for what? Miami's total points will be at the end of the regular season. And we invited our our viewers and listeners to also predict what that point total would be for an unnamed prize. This person will, I let's say one item of choice from, from the merch store. Great. So how many points will they have at the end of the season? Darren, you said 51 points at oh the end God. of the season, which puts them, I think, a point or two below us. I said I thought about that. <laughs> I said 39. The real answer out of a total of 69 points is 34 total points from Miami on the season. And we had a couple of people who guessed really close. Yes. That was a total of 69 being the total possible number of points they could end up with based on where they were at at the time. When we had that, yeah. Um the top 3 Monster Twins, Katie's underscore monster on Twitter. 37 37. points was her prediction. Very close. Ramonini Ruiz at Stop the Car on Instagram predicted 36 and said, and Messi says the league is more competitive than he thought. I don't know if Messi said that. I don't (laughs) think he has. 36 is extremely close. At this point, you're thinking, how could someone be closer than 36? The answer is Scott Coppersmith at Scott Coppersmith on Instagram. Right on the money, 34 points. Also the lowest prediction we received. (laughs) That's so funny. The $1 Bob of this game. He points out that Toronto, he says, how's how's Toronto star power doing? 34 out the door. Because Toronto spent so much fucking money and we're the worst team in the league this year. They got the wooden spoon, I believe. Oh, wow. So I, you know, betting against buying wins is a pretty good idea. That said, if Messi, Messi's probably going to win MLS Cup next year. Just saying. <laughs> Just, there's one more prediction for you. We really got to win this year because boo <laughs> next <weird>. year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Darren, that was our year-long predictions. I feel like we did um, bad. Perfect. Oh, but that's, okay. the, <laughs> that's the name of the game. You know, sometimes it's bad. It? Yeah. When people listen to a sports <laughs> podcast, they're like, what's... Who are the dumbest people we could listen to? That's right. Actually, I will say we did start this entire podcast off, maybe even in the trailer, saying that we 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 won't be the smartest podcast, but we promise we will be the dumbest. <laughs> and I think that's a quote. And I think 
that trumps all of our other predictions. My biggest and that failure, one came true. My biggest failure on the season is that despite all the trolling of Alexi Lalas I did on Twitter, he has yet to engage. And I'm worried that I, he's muted me. I'm desperate for him to engage. You know what? There's still the playoffs. We haven't fucked with him enough, in my opinion. And yeah. so there's always more time to do that. <laughs> well, we can do that whether we're recording it or not, really. Well, Alex, I mean, if we really want to to get him on the record, we just have to go to the insurrection of 2025. And he'll be That's right. <laughs> That's right. Which you were, you said you were planning on going to. Anyway. No, 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 no. I'm not going to. No, 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 no. I was in D.C. not planning that. I was going oh. for the anti-fraud conference. <laughs> I see. Okay. You're the one who loves cops. When we I, come what? back, <laughs> we're going to make some bets for the first playoff game of the season. And we're back. It's almost like we didn't leave. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Bet it and forget it. I, I do. You did just point out that we added these breaks. One, because I think it helps with the flow of a show and gives us the opportunity to talk between segments. But two, on the hope that we might have ads. And we made it through the season and we don't have any ads. And that's something we'll think about for next year. <laughs> we made poor James Valentine and Maroon 5 make us little bumper sounds and we didn't get any ads. Oh, boy. I mean, he's so good. Like, I mean, that's the guy from Bright Eyes. That's not him, but he just picked that part out. Uh, well, he directed him. <laughs> Directing is is what it's called in music, too, right? Yeah. All right, let's bet. <laughs> let's do some bets. Every week, Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's game. We make an outlandish prediction, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week, we both put up $5. If no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week, and eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of her bets cashed last week, so our bet pool for this week is now a hundred and ten dollars. The we're highest, so close. The highest, biggest pool we have had since we started this podcast. Well, Can it be high? Think, yes. You know what we should is. do? We should instead of having it roll over to next season, if we if no one hits by the end of the season, let's find a charity to donate to. That That's like great. we'll we'll let a Patreon pick a charity that maybe is LAFC related or something, and we'll donate it to them. That sounds. Um, great last week we'll, i predicted we will maybe donate to charity if we can't <laughs> right after first. we mail those final three scarves to people oh boy uh, <laughs> the, i predicted the tldr a of this episode is we suck okay go ahead <laughs> uh all episodes are gonna be under 30 minutes this one is ticking up uh the, the, <laughs> i predicted this the baby brace which did not happen darren you predicted i okay I predicted a Stipe Buke brace, which did not happen. <laughs> I meant you want to predict it again. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like I said, because I, I went Stipe Buke brace. Uh, I thought you meant I'll, I had to I'm redo keeping it. This. Uh, we're really loose. I made that. I spent all of my creative energy making that song. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I I was so excited when I came up with the idea to surprise you with an EDM song. <laughs> I, like, it could not have made me happier. Um, you predicted that someone would chip the goalie. Neither of those things came true. We're at $110. Darren, I have a prediction that I'm very confident in this week, and I don't normally feel this confident. Oh, yeah, that might help you. And my prediction is this. Tristan Blackman red card. <gasps> we're going to get a red card, and it's go not we're going to get a red card. There will be a red card given to former LAFC player Tristan Blackman in the first game of this best of three series. 
Wow. Okay. I'm going to predict a hat trick for Carlos Vela. Whoa, Vela! Vela! Vintage, we're going to get vintage Carlos Vela. He's going to show up for the playoffs on his home stadium, and it's going to be a party. Oh, I really do funny. think we're going to come back. We tied with Vancouver, but we're in good form. We're going to play at home, and it's going to be a whole different thing. I I don't I, think they're ready for it. Yeah. Uh, who, who, we'll see. We'll see, Darren. No, I'm never I can I learned my lesson to not say anything good or bad will actually happen. LAFC will never lose again. Mark my words. <laughs> we shall see. Those are our bets, Darren, and the show. Show end. Just a reminder, we'll be streaming our post game call and show ten minutes after the final whistle on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfoot sadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Talk to us in the chat. Join us on the show, live, on the air, video, audio, anything you want. Don't drive while you call in. We'll we'll have a big party. Hopefully. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. Along with YouTube, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And if you made it this far to the episode, chances are you're enjoying the show. And if that's true, and you want to show us your support... Because you know we failed to get advertisers. Please consider becoming a friend of the foot at $5 a month at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot. We need that money to make up for the $200 that I paid for Logic Pro. Or you can pick up some Hapo Sappho inspired merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com. Any support really goes a long way to keeping this show going and this community growing. And I think this is a good moment at the very tail end of the episode to let everybody know that we spent money designing a t-shirt halfway through oh the season God. that said we beat Messi and it was it said it was, we were going to release it the night of the Miami game if we beat Messi and it was designed like an old rock and roll t-shirt and it said the greatest accomplishment in the history of world football and it was had a soccer ball on fire and it was maybe the coolest design that we've ever had and we said we'd never reveal that we made it Ahead of time because we yeah, cursed here you the are team. doing it, revealing that we jinxed the game. Darren, what what can't we jinx? You know, I know. I mean, that's what we're here to do is just jinx. You know, if you made it this far and you're not enjoying the show, <laughs> um, unsubscribe from the Patreon. You just like I wish you all the best, and I hope you get the help you need. <laughs> Thanks again, and we'll see you Saturday at 6 p.m. at BMO, baby. I love you. See you Bye. At BMO. I love you. Bye. I love, I love you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Thank you, Vincent Scarf.
City. <laughs> <laughs> Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.